You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Unfortunately, we've run out of time today. Whatever it means for you in your club, we'll talk about that later. We'll talk about that later. Hello and welcome to another episode of We'll Talk About That Later. Um, I said another episode because I can't actually remember the number of this episode. 64? That's probably wrong. 63. Really? Maybe. 63. Think, you could be right. Who knows? Yeah, oh, yeah who knows? Um, but yeah, I am. my name is Junior and I am joined by Mark. Yeah, come on. I'm also joined by Tanya. Oh, no, you did it again, Junior. You said oh. last week. Come oh, you on. know what? It's not that deep. <laughs> Your name's Tanya. It's not that deep. But yeah, Tanya's here, people. Tanya is here in the building. And I'm also joined by <laughs> the one and only Mr. Agenda, Abdi. Thank you, thank you, thank you. All right, okay, I've got a quick story before we start the podcast. Yeah, it's got nothing to do with football, but... Basically, at the weekend, well, not weekend, I got scammed by a homeless man, yeah? <laughs> so, what? basically, no, nah, I'll tell you. So, so basically, you yeah, I, I finished work, yeah, and I, walk, I, I went on a stroll, and then I went to uh, the local Sainsbury's, yeah, and I see this homeless man all the time. So, this homeless man, he goes to me, like, this is, I think I told Junior this before, but this guy, he previously asked me for money as I was coming out of the station, and then he goes to me, um, he, I gave him all the change I had. I must have had like four pounds or so. I gave him all of my change. And then he, he goes, oh, thank you. Thank you. I needed food, all that stuff. Like, so then five minutes later, I see him. He's at the bus stop asking everyone for money. So I'm like, I thought you needed food, but like, I'm not going to put a limit on how much money you can beg for, innit? Like, that's, you know, I can't say how, what, what's enough for him. So then he comes up to me. And I was like, I just gave you all the money because I've never seen you before in my life. I was like, okay, cool. This guy's a smackhead. I've never given money before. So I see him all the time, yeah, and going to that Sainsbury's, he's always asking me for money. And I'm just like, oh, okay. I was like, uh, uh, whatever, man. Uh, sorry, I don't have money, blah, blah, blah. I never do. I don't really carry change around me. So I just felt bad for him this time, this Friday. And I go, do you want me to buy you something? He goes, yes, anything, anything. Orange juice, water, crisp, whatever. And I was like, okay, cool. So I grab my bag of stuff. I come back out. And I, before, I let, before I left him, I said, wait here. I'll be back in 10 minutes. I don't want to have to look for you. That's the clear thing. Three things. Wait here, back in 10 minutes. I don't want to look for you. Okay. I went in, 
I come out, he's gone. I was like, oh my God. So I'm walking around. I see him. Because the thing is, I see him all the time and I don't want to see him. But when I need him, he's gone. So I'm walking around the whole car park. <laughs> I can't find him. I walk around the whole car park. I can't find him. And then and I, 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 come, I come back to the door and the, the lady there who's counting people in, I said to her, can you, uh, where's this man of you? I, expect, I, I like described him. She's like, oh, I know who he is. He usually hangs around here. So she sent this little Indian boy with me to go around the corner to... <laughs> To go, to go where he usually sits and then the guy goes oh yeah the boy is like directing me to where he is sorry my, my phone just fell so the guy just like um he goes uh he goes oh he's usually here but he's not here right now and i was like okay cool well if you see him he's probably going to come back like he always does and the guy goes uh, okay cool i'll give it to i gave it to the little indian boy <laughs> went home and the next day i'm walking around and i see this i see the guy again and i was like oh did you get the food he goes no i didn't i even went back to the same place and then they because they because they always hassle me about being around in the security i go back to the same place and then they they uh, they say oh no we've not got anything for you so i'm fuming i go i take him with me i said come i'll go buy you food i went back in and bought him food again Jesus. i'm walking out yeah and i see the indian boy and i was like why didn't you give him the food i gave you <laughs> so i'm having a go at him the indian boy goes to me no i gave it to him he whips out his phone and shows me a video of him giving it to you <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, oh my god! I can't believe that I that this wow. smackhead, this crackhead managed to scam me, and I believed him over this upstanding taxpayer <laughs> citizen of society. Yeah, so there's my story. No, mm. honestly, that is that is a wild story, man. But, Do you know what? Credit to you, Abdi, for your persistence. Yeah, honestly. but I'm like, uh, I'm like seventeen pound down just buying all this. <laughs> 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 yeah. Ah, you're no, pri- uh, you're buying him I the said... premium Sainsbury stuff, boy. <laughs> I collected loads of stuff. They're all off the reduced shelf, but I mean, there were loads of this sort of stuff. So yeah. Anyway, <laughs> sorry, Mark. I got, I, no, I gotta say credit to you, Abdi. But how does how does it feel to just to just be completely moved to me like that? <laughs> I'm such an idiot as well. Like, and the thing is, well, he lied to me before. So why would I believe? Him? <laughs> <laughs> Abdi, uh, I know that this is kind of relevant, but like I remember that story you were telling me, yeah, where um he, he, this homeless man he asked you for like one, fi- uh, he asked you for for money, and yeah, you gave okay. him like two forty so he could buy chicken and chips, and he threw it at you. <laughs> Oh, hey, that's yeah. happened to me as well. But I gave like pennies to be fair. But that's happened to me as well. No, but he gave him enough money to buy chicken and chips. And the guy goes, just this, and he threw it at him. <laughs> See, that's why I try to improve it by buying actual food. But <laughs> Oh mate. Yeah. All right, okay. Anyway. Um oh, cool. let's let's get back to the matter at hand, which is the Premier League, another uh I I can't even say exciting. It wasn't mm. exciting this week at all. This week I feel like yeah. we went I think all past nine weeks was Abdi, stop falling, man. Sorry, man. My phone is dropping. Go on. Um, I feel like the, the past nine weeks built us up to a crescendo. It was just exciting game after exciting game, and then it flatlined. And um, I was like, oh, okay. But, you know, mm. trust this to be the weekend that I've watched every single game. Um, <laughs> but anyway, without further ado, we're going to go into our spotlight game, which... You might imagine was the uh, Chelsea versus Spurs game the the most exciting game of the weekend. Not um, yeah, Tanya, do you want to take us away on our on your Spurs views? 
We win in the league. We win in the league. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. Um, you are right, Junior. It was not the most um, entertaining of the games, I have to admit. Um, coming into it, though, I expected a draw. I'm glad we got the draw, but I probably would have preferred a win, if I'm being honest. Um, but I think if you're a Tottenham fan, you're happier with the draw than Chelsea because we don't have a good record at Stamford Bridge, even though obviously that's out the window, home advantage, but we just typically never do well there. So I was pleased with how we performed. Um, I was obviously very nervous because we didn't have Toby in defence and we started with um, Roden. So it was his debut and, you know, to, to start a game as big as this um, against top opposition... I was a bit nervous, I'm not going to lie. Um, but I think that just says a lot about Mourinho and how much he doesn't rate Sanchez because for a 20-year-old to get in above you, that's just that's mm. mad. Um, but on Roden, I thought that he did look a little bit shaky in the beginning, especially in the first half. But I think he definitely growed into the game. Yeah. Um, I think he, look, it's, it's early days, but I think he does look like a good centre-back. Like I noticed he was trying to play forward a lot. Um, he was able to deal with Tammy like, as the game went on. But um, look, I think Mourinho stuck with the same game plan as City. We kind of just let Chelsea have possession, pass the ball around, and we just sort of tried to, to hit them on the counter-attack. Um, but I will say that Standout performance in that first half for me is Endon Baller, bruv. That's what I'm calling Endon Baller. He is absolutely brilliant. I don't care, right? He is going to become one of the best midfielders in the league. And I think at some point he will be getting into that French national team and he will be kicking Pogba out of there, bruv. I'm telling you. Big shout. I'm telling you. (laughs) This guy, I've been just praises like every week and I was so I keep saying it so annoyed that Mourinho was not giving this guy the opportunities because I just know how good he can be did you not see him like um man like Thiago Silva Kante they didn't know where he was going was he going left was he going right honestly the guy is just brilliant he's he's been phenomenal um he was definitely yeah, my right. standout he was, player he was excellent mm. the first half really really good he was excellent in the first half. I thought, like, that one moment where Tanya's talking about where he, he dribbled past Thiago and Kante together. And, you know, mm. Thiago and Kante is, is, like, you know, those are that's top, top line exactly. um, players in it. So I thought he was excellent in the first half. And But the guy, he's got to work on his fitness because come 60 minutes, he's I done. Mario just you, know like, so you, get, you get to see him for an hour a week. That's it. <laughs> Take him I was literally. just about to say that. It looks like he gets every game between kind of 60 and 65 minutes and then whether his tanker is actually gone or if Mourinho just doesn't trust him to go the last 20 minutes in in each of these games I guess either Mm. side is up for debate but yeah Tanya you're right he's 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 looking good he's looking the best that he's uh best since he's got to Tottenham Tottenham. Um, no I agree and and he's really nailed down He's, he's probably one of the first names on your team sheet at the moment no, one, which is 100%. testament to how much he's improved. And just to just to add on to what everyone has said, but he also plays every Thursday as well. So he does, um, yeah. So does probably did he play against Ludogorets? Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah, he had a brilliant game. Uh, in that. Yeah. He did, oh yeah, he did, he did actually. Yeah, yeah. And, I, and I think yeah, yeah. I think that's a 
Mm-hmm. You know, that adds to him coming off at 60 minutes because man's literally yeah, playing sense. every game for, for Spurs mm. at the moment. Mm. Um, yeah, Tanya, on, mean... on Rodon, on Rodon, he was... He had a shaky first half, but in the second half, I thought he was very good. Like he's very apart from yeah, apart from that moment, yeah, where he nearly gifted Giroud the the winner. But honestly, I had my head in my hands. I was literally like, "What on earth is he doing?" But he spoke so well after the game. That was so bad from Giroud. Oh, so bad. Mm. But also Um, so bad from Lacelso. Oh, don't even. A few minutes later, he could have won the game. Furious! I was like, you could have, he could have passed it to um, Rechilon, or he could have passed it to Mora at the near post, and he did neither of that. I was like, what on earth? I was, I would have loved if he scored that because it would have been a last-minute winner against the scum. I would have absolutely <laughs> lost my, my rag. I would have lost it. But also, but, like, uh, he didn't do like he didn't shoot and he didn't pass. It was like in between. He just kind of like lobbed it, and Kane looked at him like, "Bro, what, <laughs> what, what?" But, but yeah. um, look, I think um, we defended well again, definitely, and I think you have to be pleased with the clean sheet, especially for Roden. But attacking wise, I don't think Kane and Son like had the best of games. But I'm not going to get yeah. onto them because mm. you know they've they've Chelsea, done the business, and it's Chelsea. They're such a good team, and that's credit to them. They defended really well. So um, well, but so well. One thing I want to say. We'll get on to Chelsea, but one thing I want to say on Tottenham, though, Bergvine, listen, he's he's dead. I'm going to say it, he's dead. I think we should get rid of him mm. in January. He's just not it for me. He's not it. Well, like, what do you looks... think? I was just going to say, because I was going to ask something similar after, mm. basically about Gareth Bale and whether oh, no. Mourinho even trusts him. I know, I know a big, there was a big fuss about him coming in and he's getting football in Europe on a Thursday night, but he's not getting much is, Prem football at not... all. The thing that um, I, I don't understand is I didn't think Bell would come on because everyone keeps saying it's not his type of game. But then it's like, well, what game is his type of game? Because he didn't play against West Brom. He doesn't play a full 90 minutes in the Europa League. So it's kind of like I'm beginning to think, was this a Levy signing? And is he just there for the vibes to just give the team a lift? Because when you actually look at it, is he a Mourinho type player? I don't think so. Like, I, I don't know. Like, it's a weird one, man. It's a, it's a weird one. But for me, Birdvine's just not it. Like he... No. No, he no. didn't. Oh, wow. He didn't even no. feature. So that's why I'm like... Yeah. But that's what I mean the about the, the trusting thing is is that it just doesn't mm. seem like... And I know it's early... I know we're only 10 games yeah. in or 9 games in. But to not even view him as a game changer off the bench for the final mm. 20 or 30 minutes in those big games... It just it, it didn't look like it crossed his mind, and I don't know whether that's obviously it's not the Gareth Bell who was at Tottenham before, but yeah. whether that's because he's come in and and maybe not not being up to the standard that Mourinho was expecting of him maybe at this time. Can I, I also, can I just add as well? I know all I've done is just add to all of the points that you guys are making, <laughs> which are very good points. So what what can I say? But um, I just want to add that remember Gareth Bell missed 11 months of football at Madrid just sitting mm. on the bench he also when he came to Tottenham he did have an injury uh so yeah. all of this does kind of play into it I know that earlier earlier on in 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 the season it's too early so that's mm. why it's like yeah. Early, yeah early on in the season sounds weird but yeah. he was just he was just coming back and they were just easing mm. him in so that's what the excuse was but I think he might not be there yet which mm. is why Playing in but when is he going to be? When's he going to be there? That's the thing. Like, yeah, but, I know what you're saying. But, but Bale is, is, has been, let's, let's 
say it like that. He has been injury prone. So I don't think putting him into these (laughs) intense situations is like, because Mourinho would have looked at the fixtures. So Bell comes in against Mm. West Ham. He then plays the Europa League games. But when Mourinho is looking at the fixtures, he's like, okay, now we've got, you know, we've got Man City, we've got Chelsea, we've got Arsenal. Then we've got Wolves. Then we've got Liverpool. Is this the right run of games to fit in a Bell who might be just coming back from injury he's had his problems hasn't played football in 11 months is that the right situation for Gareth mm. Bell so you know I, I, I don't know yeah, I would just say to counter that that you bring Gareth Bell into your club they're actually the type mm. of games that you would expect to play yeah. him in and not and not try and hold him back for and I understand he's been out for 11 months but a lot of players have been out for a year or 11 10 yeah. nine months and they come back and if they're if they're an important enough player to that team they'll be rested for Europa League potentially and the smaller league games and, mm. and probably be prioritised for the Cities and the Chelsea's that's where my question is is why is he not being trusted but yeah. I'm not writing him off because we're so early on in the season and, and as you rightfully say he, he was out for a long time it's no, just going to be interesting to see how where that goes and how it develops And I mean Mark um, that's that's fair. I was just trying to play devil's advocate, just trying and, to and kind he's, of. He's, he's, on, he's only on loan, so you haven't got him forever. Yeah, it's so true. But my, but my thing is, though, I, I, we, we are paying still quite a lot of money for him. And yeah. I just feel like if you're not going to play him, then why didn't you just get like a better winger then? You know what I mean? I, I, I don't know. I, I love that, that he's at the club. Like just seeing him in, in a shirt is good enough for me. Like you can sit on the bench, you can be a ball boy. Team, yeah. He'll he'll, he'll get, get back, but you know, I just think Bergwijn for me, he was the only one getting into space because they were just so focused on Kane and Son, and rightly so. But for me, Bergwijn just, I don't know what it is. He looks like he just lacks confidence. Like mm. he doesn't, he just doesn't seem right. And I just don't think he's ready for a club like Tottenham. In my opinion, I think we could get a better player in. But um, but hold on, he is he's still very very young. I, yeah. I, I know. I, I, I don't. I, know, I, I don't but... want to like. I don't think you should throw the baby out with the bathwater. Like he's had a few bad games. Let's get rid of him. I Jeez. think. What was that? No, come on, come on, come on. No, but um, <laughs> like for real though. Like I think there's a reason why Spurs bought Bergwijn and he was l- lighting it up in in the Dutch league. Obviously, the Dutch league Dutch isn't league. the Premier League. Isn't the Premier League, but we've seen like quality players come from um, the Dutch league. But I would just say, like, give him time. I think it's unfair to just like because he came last January. Uh, there was a whole. See, you've uh, been here quite a while. No, but you, he came you last January. Three months of football, you know. And I was about to say the COVID, and then he doesn't even get a full pre-season with Tottenham. So it's been a. I don't know. It's been a weird time for players. To adjust. I don't want to mm. keep making excuses for him. I just yeah. well, keep I don't making excuses. He he's he's um. What, the thing with Spurs is like the front three, two of those spots are one hundred percent guaranteed. Son yeah. and Kane. The other one spot is between four players: Mora, <laughs> yeah, so Lamella, Bergvine, and now Bale. Yeah. So mm-hmm. you can't. He, he can't put in a consistent run of mm. games because he'll start two games, but then Lucas Moura will start two games. And then you might get Bell in the Europa and then you might get Lamella uh, in the Carling yeah. Cup or whatever. So it's like you get bit part. And so 
there's a reason why players who play consistently tend to have better um mm. you know uh, performances and better stats and stuff like that as opposed to players who come on as a sub or play every now and again so i think it's a well, bit unfair to just just like to completely be, discard to him fair, to be fair she 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 is right to have the expectations because he he was bought with Ericsson's money and um mm. he came in january scored on his debut played a couple of good games when he first came um, relatively high-profile signing because Tottenham, you know, if you think about the signing they made over the last two, three years, you know, if you can count them on one hand or so. So, um, yeah. yeah. Uh, to be fair, she's got high-profile, but I get what you're saying, Junie. Anyway, we spent too much mm. time on Tottenham. Let's talk about Chelsea. Yeah. So, um, yes, Abdi, Abdi completely right in what he said previously, um, which was that... About, about Chelsea... Timo Werner? No, about Chelsea defending really well. <laughs> about Chelsea defending yeah, really well. I, I'm, not, I'm not here for the agendas. But um, I just think Timo Werner... Ha- uh, Timo Werner. See, now it's in my mind. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think Chelsea defended really well. They they, they, they looked really, like, structured. And uh, if I'm being completely honest, if anyone was going to score, it, it did look like Chelsea. Yeah. I know Spurs yeah. had a few moments on, on, like, a couple of breaks and stuff. But, they, like, even when Harry Kane was trying to do what he did against City, which was, like win the ball, win a couple free kicks or hold the ball up and play it to Son or whatever. He struggled. Um, yeah. Chelsea yeah. Chelsea managed the game really well and um, they looked I was really, really impressed good. With, um, I was really impressed with Kovacic, second half especially. So like, whenever yeah. Kane was trying to drop deep and dictate, Kovacic would always come round as well. And Kante and, mm. Kante and uh, Mount, they had a difficult time with um, Ndombele in the first half. And then yeah. um, in the second half after Ndombele gassed out. Um, Kovacic really he, that's why Ndombele's effect really waned down in the second half because Kovacic mm-hmm. was always there coming round covering mm-hmm. round so Kante would, would would attack and Kovacic would cover round and then sweep up so I was very impressed with him but I, back on when we were talking about Rodon Rodon was very good I thought Dyer was very good as well but to be fair they were against yeah. Abraham Abraham and Werner which was not that hard honestly like they weren't great were they I mean <laughs> like you said Junior they had the better chances but for me they didn't they, they weren't clinical like literally Reese James laid it on a plate for Tammy at least twice in that game mm, he yeah. just completely messed it up it's like you're so tall how can you miss the header like bro <laughs> he's like seven foot yeah <laughs> the, the, the ball was absolutely whizzed in though to be fair <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's no, easy for me yeah, to Mark, say. Yeah, Ma- Mark's correct. Um, that that Reese James ball was like sucker punched. It was just like, <laughs> woof, like. But, he didn't um, even hit it. You just get a head to it. Come on. I mean, the back of his head might have hit it almost. But I think Italian tried to stick her head just then. <laughs> <laughs> no, I haven't got a clue, mate. Tanya's basically saying she would have won that head off. Yeah. <laughs> I would have. Her words, not mine. Yo, she's like five foot two, bro. <laughs> <laughs> hey, five and three. My bad, my bad, my bad. Um, no, I think, um, I think, if you're a supporter of either team and you look back on that now, I'd say you'd probably take that point and just move, yeah. move forward and, and just carry on with the season from now. I think both teams will be suitably happy with a point. Yeah, I just, I just I think if if I if I was Frank Lampard, um, with how that second half was going. I think I would have taken more risks, you know. I think yeah, he so left I it. You, he yeah. left it too late to take off um, Tammy Abraham, and I, I would have brought on Pulisic a lot earlier than he did. Um, um, and I, yeah, I just would have taken more risks, rough, to be honest. Pardon? Pardon? Pulisic is looking rough, man. 
<laughs> that beard, isn't it? It's got a beard now, isn't it? <laughs> I agree. I agree with you, Junior, because I don't know. I've seen Chelsea come up against Liverpool now. Obviously, you can't expect to beat Liverpool. Let's be honest. They're so brilliant. But like Man United and now Tottenham, I don't think they've really taken enough risks, like you say. I think they could have gone for it a bit more because they did have the better of the chances. Mm. But I guess, look, it evened itself out at the end of the day. We had our chances that we should have taken. Aurier had a good chance. But Mount had a good chance. Lloris made a magnificent save, I have to say. Like, that was a really good save from him. So, yeah, I guess he would take the point. But I was annoyed at our approach as well in the second half. I feel like Mourinho didn't go for it. He was definitely playing for that draw, which annoyed me a little yeah. bit. But, hey, that's, we that's take the it. Classic. Always, we move. That's there's classic Mourinho. There's always, a, there's, a, no, there's always a danger that you can you can lose the game, man. By that yeah. point, you exactly, yeah. have lose the last 20 minutes. Yeah, yeah. A point is not a bad result to take from Bridge. So it's got every right to, you know. So before we move on, I just want to say, Chelsea fans, don't worry. Your top six woes will end uh, because you've got Arsenal soon, and we all know what's going to happen. Oh no! Come on, guys. uh, The first game of the weekend was for me, for me, a shock. I was not expecting this result because I expected. Because uh, Palace had a, a terrible game against Burnley, so I expected, under Mark's theory, um, <laughs> that they would have a good game. So they came up against Newcastle, mm. and honestly, yeah, Newcastle stole it in the last two minutes. Mate, with... mate let Hi. me tell you this yeah, because it was on an Amazon Prime. <laughs> yeah, tell I've me. Got Amazon on my phone. I made the mistake of watching this match. <laughs> Boy, I'm never going to do that ever again but that's the type of game that makes you not want to watch football man <laughs> both teams playing 4-4-2 yep. and then the only bits of interest were in the last two minutes or so with How both goals like, yeah uh, everyone was like oh Joe Linton plays so, plays so well bruv he played like Joe Linton and <laughs> oh god if you've seen Joe Linton's goal yeah he almost tried to miss it and then he bounced it by accident Hey, look! Uh, you have uh, to be there to score the the score the goals, and true, and, and Callum Wilson scored. Oh, did he score? Yeah, he yeah Joe Linton and oh, Callum Wilson. He made the he made the first one, scored the second one. Yeah, so I I think you know what I maybe we talked about it. I don't remember. I think Callum Wilson was such a good signing for for Newcastle because he's guaranteed goals. Um, it's just whether you can keep him fit. That I was his problem. A, a certain, I don't a like certain that amount of goals. <laughs> No, yeah, I'm not talking. He's so, not going to bag you 30, but he's going to get you 10, 15, roughly, round there. I Thank said you. it last time. He's just a ping lighty. That's it. I don't, I don't like the guy at all. The, uh, actually, Honestly, actually, like, actually, get out of here. Actually, uh, I was listening. I listened to an old podcast this week because that's what I've been doing. I listened to some of our old podcasts. You said Josh King. Oh god. You said Josh King. Not. not oh, did not, I say? Yeah. Oh, they're both. They're both similar, isn't it? So. They're actually, he's got, they're actually not. <laughs> he's got seven goals this season. He's got I seven goals. Got two 10, assists. 15. Not bad. Ten fifteen Played nine goals. games. That's a really good record, you know. Nine games, seven goals, two assists. That's uh, probably uh, all he'll score this season. That's. That's but all that's do. all Newcastle need him to do, to be fair, for what they're trying to achieve. Yeah. Even though I think Newcastle yeah. should be a bigger club, but here, here we are. Um, let's move on. Um, <laughs> the next game, and I'm going to hand over to Mark, um, a, 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 a disconsolate. How's the, how do you say that word? Discon- yeah, you said it right. Yeah, cool. Um, I brought disconsolate. Yeah, I brought out the thesaurus this week. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, means, it, means, it means sad. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a disconsolate mark. Thanks, Abby. 
who, you know, Mark doesn't usually stick around in the group chat when Liverpool have a bad performance or a bad game. Not saying that Liverpool had a bad game per se, but Mark stuck around and we got to see insight into Mark's um, thinking after this game. But now um, we just want to, we just want Mark to share it with you guys. So Mark. I don't, I don't know if that was um, <laughs> a compliment, a dig. Uh, I don't, it wasn't um, a dig. It wasn't a dig. Nah, I um, <laughs> no, it's just, um, I don't really have much to say on it, to be honest. I, I've gotten it all out and it's kind of got to a point where um, injuries are there. VAR seems to be a bigger talking point. Yeah, I'm talking about football now in general than actual games of football itself. Mm-hmm. Um, and for me, it's just sucking a bit of fun. So we were the early kickoff on Saturday. And after what happened, um, obviously we drew 1-1 and credit to Brighton. They played well. I don't really like the look of them on the ground part. Uh, Danny Welbeck definitely adds a new dimension for them. So yeah, fair play to Brighton for, for getting that point. Um, but it's just for me, yeah, the, the VAR call on Mo Salah, where it's, I don't know, an armpit. Um, <laughs> and then, Sorry, I shouldn't laugh. But... I'm interested to know what you guys' thoughts are on the penalty. Um, but what what I will say, let, forget all of the, the sad stuff. You set me up to be sad there, Juno. You set sorry, sorry. I don't like that. <laughs> Apologies. <laughs> no, let me, I'm um, going to get but, the first person to cry on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Hasn't Tanya cried on a podcast? I'm pretty uh, sure. No, no. <laughs> um, yeah, no, just to, I mean, look, I'll, I'll take that point uh, and we'll move. We we need to just ensure Nat Phillips impressed me again. Um, yeah, what, what we need what we need to avoid now is just um, an injury to a key player again because we don't have many of them left. We've got Hendo who's just come back to fitness. Trent hopefully soon, but if a Genie or an Allison or a Mane or a Mo Salah gets injured from this point, it starts to get a bit harder for us because we're missing so many first team players mm-hmm. that the football I'm watching this season is good football. And I always enjoy watching Liverpool, but it's not the same as last season. And, and it's not because we've kind of digressed in any way, shape or form. If you look at it in a certain kind of way, I would actually say we've improved because we're still in and around that top spot with yeah. such a deflated squad that yeah. I actually look at that and mm. I, I, my overriding emotion is, is kind of happiness. <clears throat> but um, mm. yeah, the, the, the VAR decisions, whether you believe they were right or wrong, uh, and I'm not talking about you personally. I just mean in general. I don't, I don't really care either way. Just for me, it just sucks a bit of fun out of the game for me. And at this point, yeah. I said to you guys, for the rest of that weekend, I kind of just, I wasn't bothered in football. Didn't really watch much. And it just set my weekend up from that point. To kind I mean, of, yeah. so, so just on that, Mark, um, I'm not going to pose any questions to you. I'm just, I'm, I'm just saying on that point, Mark. Um, <laughs> moving forward, it's like, VAR is exactly that. It's just sucking the life out of football. Um, it used to be a, a thing where strikers would have like an advantage over a defender because we wanted to see more goals in the game. Mm-hmm. Now, the colour of Salah's boot was offside and, and so he's offside. I think it's just like, at this point, it's ridiculous because that was an unbelievable finish. Mm-hmm. And that's what you watch. Oh, for it was. Like yeah. I, I get that the color, like the shade of his boot was offside, but bro, like what a goal that was. Moving on to the penalty, uh, because of the offside thing, there's going to be another one that we're going to talk about in a bit. 
um, which is just as absurd. But going back to the, the penalty, we talked about it last week and we'll talk about it again. The referee... Uh, the the referee who well the ex referee who who BT had in the studio said that it shouldn't be a penalty and that when it's reviewed it should just uh the 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 people at Stockley Park should just say it's it's no pen there's no obvious clear uh, mistake just carry on with your life but as we saw last uh, the weekend before. The referee goes over to the monitor, and now when the referee goes over to the monitor, I'm thinking it's it's pen, like yeah. because what we've talked about is they see it in slow motion, so they don't see it in quick time. They don't see it in the context of the game, which I think is really important because when you see Daniel Welbeck touches the ball, and the ball goes away from goal, and it goes into mm. a Liverpool player's path, so he was never gonna get a shot off. It wasn't a clear chance at goal, anyway, and. He, they focus too much on this. Oh, he definitely touched the player. That's not a foul. Football is a contact sport. If you want to remove the mm-hmm. contact from, from football, then we can have a, a different discussion. But football is a contact sport. So for me, that's never a penalty in a million years, in my opinion. Well, Danny Welbeck come out afterwards. Um, well, <laughs> he has to say that. Um, no, no, he mm. came out and said he, well, he said, to, so Jordan Henderson came out in an interview a couple of hours after the game and he said, me and Danny spoke and basically Danny Welbeck said he didn't think it was a pen. Mm. Yeah, but, he but, did say that in his interview. Yeah. Of course he's going to say that after he's won them the pen at the point. <laughs> <laughs> no, of course, but you got to remember these two stretch way back, right? They played together yeah, yeah, uh, at a club yeah. level and international level. They were probably just having a... That, you're not just going to lie to him, like to his face, on yeah, yeah, yeah. for no real reason. He yeah. probably meant it, and there's no obviously the decision's not going to be changed. I've accepted it was a pen, um, stuck it away. Obviously, they missed one previously in the game, mm-hmm. um, which I'm sure both of you two were chuffed about, considering who took it. <laughs> I, I, I hate that guy so much. I'm so <laughs> glad, bro. Man like my guy. Yeah, talk about <laughs> agendas. I've got a proper yeah. agenda against that guy. I hate him, bro. <laughs> More like Neil Lespay. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, okay. How long have you been trying to, to pull that one off? Sorry, for like sorry. maybe about thirty seconds or so. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but uh, no, for, for just me... on the point. So I want to make a quick point on VAR. Yeah, so you yeah. lot were saying that VAR is ruining the final football. I get what you're saying because like, there's obviously what Salah and Nemlot were celebrating. You think you're in the lead, and then mm. VAR is taking it away for like what the, the stitching on the on the badge is ridiculous, isn't it? Uh, but. Um, Obviously, I, I don't think it's really... Because VAR, if you break it down, is video assistant referee. So mm-hmm. it's not the technology, it's the person. So someone mm. is interpreting it wrong. Having that there, they're using it almost as a crutch. And then, like you said, Junior, they're, they're reviewing it in, in slow-mo. The game didn't happen in slow-mo. We're not running like, you know, Baywatch and it's not slow-mo, <laughs> is it? So... Um, so the guy was like, uh, what, what I didn't like about it was the fact that, like, one, they run, they run it in slow-mo, and two, like, obviously it took away from the celebrations as well. But we don't want to go back into a situation like a couple of years ago where we're getting robbed of decisions because of VAR, because mm-hmm. of no VAR. So referees making bad decisions. So a referee could have blown, like, he could have, if without VAR, and if he was onside, if the, if the offside, you know, the, the the assistant referee pulled up the offside flag, then that wouldn't have been a goal without VAR. So, mm-hmm. for example. But, I mean, just to kind of, because I, I hear what you're saying as well, and it definitely is, there's a whole massive element and a whole different conversation to be had another day about 
whether the people who run VAR are, are fit for purpose, etc. But you've got to think about VAR then just in the general sense, VAR, the reason I say that it's really dampening spirits of football fans is you've got to think when fans are back in stadiums, mm. it's going to be so hard for this, but just because the simple concept of VAR, if it still exists, it's going to be so hard to celebrate goals really with much of a passion once stadiums are full again because you're, every time you score, you're going to kind of have that thought, ah, oh, hold on, they're going to VAR this. Yeah. And just on the point of like, VAR is a tool there to, to be used. Those lines are the enemy. I was of just going to say that. <laughs> they are absolutely the enemy of progress. Because if you're having to Honest put man. lines on a screen to see if my man's offside, it's not offside, in my opinion. Yeah. Like, it's, t- bro, you're checking the armpit hair if it's out of line. Uh, this mm-hmm. doesn't make sense. And, like, like we'll get on to the, um, the Ollie Watkins one in a bit. But honestly, I. I completely agree with Mark. Like I, lo- I watch games now. You see goals, and you and you see players. They stop. They're not sure if they're celebrating or not. Yeah, there's um, loads of t- there's loads of tentative celebrations. Yeah, so yeah. It's just, I think it's like I miss those celebrations. Remember, ma- man, back in the day, you used to run, take his shirt off, like swing it about, mm-hmm. like he, he's yeah. he's just But you don't get that now. That's what so. I mean. Yeah, it takes that whole element of kind of like, fun almost mm-hmm. in a way where. The, the players connect with the fans I've just scored this goal I'm going to you know what I'm going to run straight into the corner I'll pull my top off uh, say a few words to the camera Yeah, trust. you're not really as a player going to have the confidence to do that no more in fear of looking stupid you do all <laughs> yeah, that and your goal remember, gets disallowed do you, remember, do you remember a couple of years ago when Tottenham played Man-, Man City in the Champions League and Sterling scored that last minute win yeah. 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 yeah I was in my house yeah I was watching on my BT Sport app I was in my house Jumping about like a fool. I feel like <laughs> such an idiot. Junior, and then I get a text message from Junior saying, <laughs> Oh, I'm not so dead. But <laughs> yeah. I'm in mid celebration. Like, what does he mean? Like, what I? <laughs> so, and then you saw Guardiola drop to the floor and like, but also, I don't think that was handball. But anyway, that's not, that's neither, that's long uh, gone. But anyway, who's no? Um, we spent quite a bit of time on this. Um, let, let's move on uh, to the epic interview after that game by one <laughs> Mr. Jurgen Klopp. Um, go on, Abby. Oh, brilliant. Mate, that was... Uh, firstly, I felt at the start of the interview, I felt he was being very harsh on Des Kelly, like when he was saying stuff like, oh, well, congratulations or something like that. I thought that was a bit harsh. But towards the end, mm. you can clearly tell, like when I listen to someone, I can clearly tell whether they're good at debating or arguing or not and you can clearly tell Klopp is because the, the, the most interesting thing of it all yeah was at that point when the guy keeps going back at you some managers they would just leave and they'll be like oh well and then they'll change the point, point mm. and they would just gave it in Klopp was consistent and he didn't lose his call he didn't he didn't like raise his voice or start shouting and then what he did the best thing at the end yeah is that he said now so he used Des Kelly going <laughs> at him like against him he was like now you will be praised by all your superiors. They will be very happy that you keep going back at me. But and Klopp was very clear and concise in his points. He made valid points. Like when and the dig at Chris Wilder right at the end was beautiful. Yeah, it was. Ooh, that was loved it. Loved it. Chris Sheffield United, uh, they they voted for free. Chris Wilder voted for free subs and they got one point. So <laughs> that was that was a violation. But um, he was absolutely right, Klopp. By the end, when he was talking about like. Um, the the fixtures and then he was talking about the the fact that 
the managers obviously didn't vote for three point for five subs as well. So, what do yeah. you think, Mark? Uh, yeah, I just wanted to raise because on that because I've seen a lot of stuff about there are a lot of people who can't grasp that Klopp isn't doing, he's doing this and and people will start to realize this right when their favorite players are ruled out of Euro twenty twenty or twenty twenty one, then they'll start to realize that actually Jurgen Klopp was the torchbearer here and we should have listened to him earlier. He gave the same interview after we beat Leicester three 0 so this isn't like a sore loser. This isn't like mm-hmm. a sore loser thing. He gave the exact same interview. Uh, to be fair to Solskjaer, Solskjaer gave the same interview after United beat Brighton 3-1 in the early kickoff a couple of weeks ago. Um, and I think Lampard's mentioned it as well. So that it's not just Jurgen Klopp. And I think I think he's just getting super frustrated now. We've got we've had the most 12-30 kickoffs this season. We've had three. They've all been away from home after a Champions League game in the week. So at this point, I understand the frustration. Um, and it was, do you know what? It was good to see an interviewer and a manager kind of forget that the TV's there and it looked like they were kind of having a bit of a, a discussion rather than an interview and I enjoyed that. Um, no, but, but yeah, I, I'm fully fully back in Jurgen Klopp with everything he's saying because it's true. And like I said, when, as we start to get deeper in the season and, and all of your favourite players start to get ruled out, not you guys personally, but they start to get ruled out of the Euros or, or the latter parts of the season, you'll understand then yeah. why. Listen, I can now. relate. This was Tottenham last season, boy. Like we had all the injuries, mate. So I, I know what you're going through, Mark. Mm. It's, it's, no, but it's, it's not, no, no, I'm not even, I'm not even referring to any of our injuries. And neither's mm. you know, like, obviously the, he mentioned that the Milner thing was a BT sport thing. Um, but you got to look at it. At, if we played eight o'clock on Wednesday night, why why are we given the twelve thirty kickoff yeah, on a Saturday when when Everton Leeds who haven't played for a whole week then go and get the five thirty mm. on the same day? Yeah. I, I, that that, that, no that is where the issue is. And he's saying, look, if Sky and BT don't talk to each other, that's what he's saying. Then mm-hmm. the, it's gonna be the players that bear the brunt of it. He's not even like he like you exactly, think he minds yeah. kind that's of going to these games here and there. It's the players that he's doing it for. Mm-hmm. And not just Liverpool yeah. players. He's doing it for the like the Premier League. Mm. That's what I feel. When the guy kept on harping on about it, like he kept on going, yes, but the teams agreed on it. The teams yeah. agreed on this. Time yeah, I think. But like, but is he not thinking like there's 13 teams out of 20 who don't play midweek European football? Mm-hmm. So maybe you put them lot on a 12th and, and not the teams that. But and they agreed to all of this before the season was condensed and before COVID was even a thing. Yeah, so it's exactly. a whole new world and you can't just uphold the previous agreements when the season was longer and you got more more time to rest. It's it's the opposite at the moment. And and even uh, even after even before all of that, I think, um it's like you agree to that but you don't know your schedule and all that kind of stuff. And like Mark was saying, um this year's conve- condensed and all that, but even before that, we're having like teams who play Thursday on a Saturday. It's like mm. it, it's um it doesn't make sense really, mm. um but I know that all the teams have to do it, but it's, it doesn't make it right. But anyway, um and I feel like they don't really care about the players because nope. they're making players um abide by this this contract, let's say, and players are go literally getting injured left, right, and center, and they don't care at all it's like bt Mm -hmm. want their prime time slot and we need to have a liverpool we need to have a top six club Mm -hmm. yeah but these players 
health should come first. But um, it's true. But Bloody yeah. Piers, Piers Morgan was on tweeting stuff like, um, well, if they if they're having too many games, then maybe they should do shifts uh, in in COVID ward or something like that. First, oh, of all, he's so annoying. False equivalency: two things that have nothing to do with each other, comparing them to each other. And also, you forget like um, Klopp said. He said something like. Roberts, he goes. If if um we had five subs, I would have taken Robertson off because yeah, that was a good point. The argument mm-hmm. against that, the, the argument against that is like if someone's playing too much, why don't you play a different player? But you forget that the pressures on managers are, are a lot, so you have to play exactly. Your best so yeah, listen, my my final one on this: if Genie Wijnaldum starts tonight, which I think he will, because we're down to bare bones, mm-hmm. he has started. Uh, this will be his eighth start in seventeen days, including the three starts for Holland. That's crazy. Like, Whoa. Right. We, we are running our players and if fair enough uh, it probably he wouldn't have started all eight in these 17 days if we had a fully fit squad but you look at that schedule and, and the amount of football we're putting into these players legs like I said I think we, we may start to see a few issues arising as the Euros approaches in terms of niggles and, and muscle tiredness mm. and, and players just not looking as fresh as we'd want them to be for a Euros and it's unfair on the players like regardless of what we want to see as fans and what broadcasters want to show as broadcasters um, in terms of money, it's the players who suffer. Uh, because don't you think Van Dijk wants to go to the Euros? Don't you think all these players want to go to the Euros or want to go to a Copa America or whatever it is that they're going to, to perform at? Anyway, we spent a lot of time on this and actually I think this is a topic that we could literally go on for ages on. But... Yeah, I, 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 I'm on the side of um, Jurgen Klopp and I think he's saying the right things. Um, but yeah, so the next game, I think we could blow past this game really quickly, uh, was the Mahrez show. Um, <laughs> Man City versus Burnley. And what his a hat trick. His, yeah. his second goal was fantastic. Absolutely. Unbelievable. Mm. Unbelievable. It's I mean, even the first one still. You know Sorry, what? Man. I might be coming with an Abdi agenda today. I don't know. What, this, this, you know what it is? It's because this, I feel like, you know what I said about Palace, where you don't know what Palace you're going to get? I really mm. feel that with Riyad Mahrez. Mm. I really yeah. do. Like, I, I think he's a quality player and it's all it's all well and good bagging a hat-trick against an worse than average looking Burnley side, especially when you take Nick Pope out of it. It's, it's, it's um yeah, and I think he started like, 80% of City's league games this season but yeah impressive hat-trick but for me needs to do more yeah. yeah even last week as well against Tottenham he was absolutely yeah awesome. he was dead yeah he didn't do nothing I still don't get how Sterling doesn't like start some games and uh, whatever in the, the thing is Sterling started on the bench because he, 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 he he's, uh, he's coming off an injury because Sterling's always like he's Pep's number one in it but mm-hmm. like they were like what four, three and up half time so he thought there's no need to bring him on um, the, well, the funniest thing about that whole game yeah, is that that's the fifth consecutive time Man City have beaten Burnley five. Yes, yeah. <laughs> nah. nah. There's got to be one. There's got to be one. Or you know what? There has to be a couple of Burnley players who have held all five of those five notes. <laughs> yeah, it probably be like me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> then uh, me. Yeah, then like Tarkovsky. Uh, no, Tarkovsky was injured for a large part of last season, so I don't know if he was. Uh, in the Burnley <laughs> team, but definitely me. I don't see me missing a lot of um, a lot mm. of games. Uh, but yeah. Uh, so yeah. yeah. Well, 
you know, Man City do what Man City do against lesser clubs. Where Another else? disaster class from Gabriel Jesus, but let's let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> do you see him miss from one yard? Yeah, I did. And then and then his goal got disallowed. <laughs> yeah. Um. Cool. <laughs> That that keeper, that Burnley keeper, is air, bruv. He had a bad uh, debut. Peacock Farrell or something. Yeah. Peacock Farrell, he's a Northern Irish. Yeah, he, it was air. But anyway, uh, the next game, I thought was going to be a bit more exciting than it actually was. Um, and I think it was it's up there for one of the most boring games I've watched this season. Uh, Everton versus Leeds. Um mm. Yeah, like, very disappointing. There was, I don't think there were any shots on, tar- on target from both teams in the first half. Um and they there wasn't a lot going on like at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, second half, Rafinha scores in like uh with like ten minutes to go. And he had a good got, game though. He, he did, was really yeah, good. He did. Yeah, he did. Mm. Um, I feel I feel bad for Dominic Calvert Lewin. You know, uh, a, a lot of times I see him. Um, My sorry, baby. Like against Leeds, against Man United. Um, I can't remember where else. And he's always on the left, isolated, because uh, mm. I don't know. He Obviously, he's not getting enough service, so he, he drifts out to the left to like get involved. But you want Dominic Calvert-Lewin in the middle. Um, I don't know what you guys think. Ancelotti is a bit of a um, weird one here, because he played mm. Iwobi right wing back and uh, Tom Davies left wing back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Does that make sense? That's two midfielders playing wing back. And also, the more concerning thing for Everton is since that, since that Liverpool game where they tried to break everyone's legs, they lost to, they lost to Southampton, lost to Newcastle, yeah. lost to Man United, beat Fulham, yeah. lost to Leeds. So they're... Calm, <laughs> karma gets you. Karma gets you. Don't worry. They, 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 they play... No, but... No, no sorry. Go on, Junior. No, I was just going to say they play Arsenal soon, so that's going to be corrected. Go on, Mark. Oh, mate. He's talking about Arsenal. <laughs> No, we're gonna have a good chat about them soon. Abby, no, we're worry. definitely not. Um, I, um, <laughs> we are. I, I was just gonna say, listen, I told you lot. Um, well, I, to be fair, I told quite a few people. I told anyone I could probably that start a season form. I t- they could not maintain it, and I'm so mm. glad that they haven't. It actually makes me so happy, particularly since that game. It's just made me very, very happy. Can't even lie. <laughs> So um, we've got a uh, semi happy mark. That's that's good. That's always good. Um, moving on, uh, West Brom versus Sheffield United. Um, a, a very good three points for West Brom. Thoroughly deserved. They. How do you feel about that, Tanya? I'm absolutely ecstatic, mate. Like I said, I can't wait to see the back of Sheffield United and that bloody Chris Wilder. I can't stand him. Uh, the first goal in the Premier League for Conor Gallagher, who's on loan from Chelsea at West Brom. Hey, yeah. which we, which you pointed out, Junior. I had no idea. Yeah. No idea. He's a good player. Also referred to as Cantwell 2.0. Uh, hey, come on. <laughs> I, I, I watched the game. I thought West Brom... Oh, raw, man. How boring are you, bro? <laughs> no, but... <laughs> I don't know. You could call me boring or whatever, but I just really like... Leave him alone, yeah. Abdi. Leave him um, alone. But West Brom were actually... I don't know if it's this This is the, the Sheffield United thing, but Sheffield United made West Brom look amazing. Like, they were just attack mm. after attack. And I was like, oh, West Brom were quite excited. And then I put it in context and I was like, ah, yeah, okay. That makes sense. <laughs> but um, it was a good good three points for, for West Brom. Uh, yeah, first, it was. First win of the season, so... Yeah, they're, they're still going down. No, I'm pleased. Yeah, they <laughs> yeah. definitely are. <laughs> they, they, yeah, I reckon they would have been quite annoyed that they go and do that and then Fulham yeah. go and do what But they we'll did. get on to that. Um, yeah. We will. We'll talk uh, about that later. Hey! Hey! 
<laughs> and then I think um, this was the game of the weekend. Um, the first game on Sunday. Southampton got into the, the first half, ended the first half in a 2-0 lead. Uh, oh, man. Ben Marek and James Ward-Prowse. Why would I prefix it as the most exciting game of the week? <laughs> Think about I don't that, know. Tanya. Think about that, Tanya. <laughs> That's true. I told <laughs> uh, you my head's not working today. Um, yeah, so anyway, Ward-Prowse and Bednarek um, gave Southampton a lead. Uh, again, Ward-Prowse with another free kick. But then I came on oh, in the second half. Brilliant. And um, I changed the game. Yeah. I changed the game. <laughs> it was like, no. Bloody like, Cavani, man. <laughs> it was like an hour in, yeah. And May night barely done anything, barely had any shots. And then, well, Cavani got an assist. He got got an assist and two goals in it. So yeah, and two that goals. was a really, really, really good final half an hour for Man United. I must say, yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. was. Very scary, actually. I felt bad for Walcott, who kept on running and running <laughs> and running, and no one would pass him. His his hair is more slicked than mine, bro. Like when I, know, I do man. my hair in a slick bum, what is he playing extra, at? What is extra, that all extra, about? Extra Honestly, wax and gel, man. <laughs> like I'm telling you, he's got that laid. Like anyway, <laughs> we digress. I digress. Sorry. No, I think um, I think. Do you know what the issue is? I think Southampton started the second half and completely abandoned. Everything they had done yeah. in the first half because mm. they yeah. pressed United so well in that first half. United couldn't mm. breathe. Fernandez did nothing. Um, yeah, Man United had a couple of chances in the first half, but um, but it didn't come to anything. But my goodness, in the second half, Southampton just dropped off. They sat back. Fred, who isn't threatening at all. <laughs> In normal circumstances. Oh, Not he had threatening. a good second half. I must yeah, say. because he was really afforded good. all of the time in the world. My man got gets the ball in Southampton's half and there's not a, a man in a red shirt next to him. But I must say, he, yeah, was, man. he was everywhere in the second half. Like He was winning all the balls back as well. His recovery must have been about 50 or so, mate. Do you, rem- do you remember um, Southampton touching the ball in a Man United oh, yeah, yeah. area uh, in the second half? Not really. Yeah. Adams had a disaster. Not really, no. Uh, no, sorry. Sorry. Kyle Walker Peters is an abomination, <laughs> man. He is He's so, so bad. bad. He's oh, so um, bad. I was like, I actually messaged the group. I was like, if he if he can if they keep giving the ball to him, they're gonna lose. And they kept giving the ball to him and they lost. I think the word <laughs> I think I think the word you used was abysmal. Um, he is. Um, I, well, we said that from ages ago, and Tanya was like, "No, he's all right. Allow him. Oh, he's so cute." <laughs> but no, he's awful. Yeah. No, you know what it is, yeah. He he he's from Edmonton, isn't he? He's from, oh, from Ends, you know. Ends ties. Okay, I get Come it. On. I get it. I get it. <laughs> Come on. Fair enough. I was just gonna say, you got. I, I guess you got to give a bit of credit. Um, might even be the first time on this podcast. Might be a first to to Solskjaer. Yeah. Simply for making the change when he did, yep. you don't see. And I know he was two 0 down yeah. and kind of forced into the change, but you don't see many managers. Especially nowadays, making changes so early to to kind of change the flow of the, the game, and obviously it works. He's come on and got an assist and two goals. Obviously, yeah. you haven't watched Unai Emery a lot. Uh, <laughs> Unai, uh, what? Uh, why? I don't you know. Br- why you got to bring me down on the Tuesday? Evening? <laughs> <laughs> I have this too as PTSD. Um, um, and can I just can I just quickly say one thing? And this is yeah. so off topic, right? But the yeah. um, so my my thing earlier that I said that Adrian's out, uh, Allison is out, is true. 
Oh, no. um, but a bit of news for you guys. It looks no. like Klopp has just completely given up on Adrian and he's benched him. And he's played a young keeper called Kelleher. <gasps> yeah, oh, the team has just come out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it looks like, I know, I know, I know we digress, but I just think that's super interesting. It looks like he might have actually lost faith in him fully now. I think at this point, Klopp would even prefer to play Shakiri in goal instead of Adrian. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I agree. (laughs) Shakiri's like five foot two and he's in goal. But anyway, um, no, no, yeah, credit to to Ole making the changes. Cavani scored two Mm. goals. But what I will say is, Mark, I'm a bit disappointed in you because Abdi and Tanya came into the group chat and they gave me my flowers for scoring two goals and getting one assist (laughs) and you were silent you were silent you know what I will out you on this podcast it's done (laughs) (laughs) for those of you who don't get get the joke Junie has hair like Cavani (laughs) aka Junie has hair like a girl (laughs) no so basically these men just call me Cavani just because I have long hair Instead of fighting it, I'm starting to embrace nah. it because I'm si- I'm sick and tired of the comparison because uh, I don't think we look alike. We look nothing alike. <laughs> I have curly hair. There is a there is a resemblance. Oh so yeah, we're bo- we're both we're both from and South also, America. That's also, it. One day, one day when I came to your house, I caught you doing the arrow thing. Oh, shut up! That's a no. lie. That's a lie. <laughs> the only thing that you could say. No, no, no. No, the only thing that you could say that we have a slight resemblance is that I own a PSG shirt and have worn it in the past. That's it. No. That is literally yeah. it. Anyway, we'll uh, move we're on. not gonna let you. We won't let you get away with that. But and also, can yeah, I just you're, say, you're um, I'm finish the same as well. No, nah, no, nah, definitely. No, I'm joking. <laughs> now, um, Abdi put it in the agenda. Uh, Junior's brace. So, I, I best start getting some pee for these goals, you know. Um, we'll move on. Uh, okay. The next game. Oh, yeah. Uh, we we need on. we need some instrumental music. We need some sad instrumental music for this one. Uh, can I just can I just say? <laughs> I said Sammy, sad. You have your fun, actually. Keep going. No, no. That sounds like Magic Mike, Tanya. <laughs> I'm going to mute Tanya. How do I mute Tanya? Oh, I've got it here. Mute Tanya. <laughs> um, no, no, I want to I wanna do what you do to us, basically. And I, me? I, I, don't want, yeah. I don't want me and Tanya yeah. to, to... I want you and Abdi to... I just want you to give us, on a serious level, your thoughts on the game and where you go from here. Okay. So, um, this is... We are going to talk about the concussion thing. Um, so we'll yeah. talk about that after. Yeah, I uh, just want to say that it's really important. Um, big in, in the game, but we'll talk about that later. <laughs> eh? um, okay, so the game. <sighs> um, me and Abdi were wow. talking. Before, yeah, me and Abdi were talking before <laughs> the game, and I said, if we win, it's going to be one of those struggle wins where we make it look much harder than it is, and it end up being two one or something. Abdi goes. I have no confidence to play Arsenal playing on, uh, on Sunday at seven o'clock on a seven o'clock kickoff. And I said what I said with fear in my heart because I, I didn't think we would win that game. Personally, you have two teams who have changed from a back five into a back four recently for two games. And one of them looked like they'd been playing it their whole the whole, like last season, it's just looked natural to them. And the other one looked like they didn't know what in life a back four meant. It's just like 
Them man looked so confused. Um, our midfield was awful. Shaka oh is God. atrocious. Uh, his positioning is is shambolic. He's a coward um, as well. Um, there was no like you have we. We've been calling for Bamiang through the middle. He gets no service whatsoever. Mm. He unfortunately has to disappear in games. Um, the first half was really bereft of any kind of quality whatsoever. Do you like that? Bereft. I'm told you. Very the the source is out. That word. Thank you. Of any <laughs> quality whatsoever, there was nothing. Uh, second half, Willock uh, got on the ball more, but still it's, it's too mm. little. There's no... There's no emphasis on transition from defending to attacking because there's just nothing no. there the midfield is 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 basically um it's it's like tracing paper you know how easy tracing paper is to rip that is arsenal's midfield confetti confetti Bruv, it's just like <laughs> non-existent almost like i'm i'm watching these players play and the only one who instills me with any kind of confidence Oh, well, okay, I won't say only one. Only two who instill me with any kind of confidence, but even so, one of these had a bad performance, is Gabriel and Tierney. And Tierney and wasn't at the oh, level. Oh, Saka. Oh, Saka. yes. Oh, I'm talking more about Saka. back to... to um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm not talking about attacking uh, players. Um, I'm talking about, like, midfield, like, centre midfield to, to defence. Um, obviously, we were without Partey. Um, but at this point, I'd play Elneny ahead of Saka because... Jacka is 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 air, bruv. But yeah, the only one who instills me with any kind of confidence is is Gabriel. He's mm. he's the mm. only one who's solid, fights for everything. He fights in the air. He fights on the ground. He doesn't win everything, uh, like most players. And Tierney as well. But Tierney, I think, had a had a had a you know his performance dipped a little bit. But that's that's normal. Um, but yeah, that's that's my assessment. I think. We deserve to lose. Arteta is completely wrong in his post-match analysis to say that we created enough chances, that we deserved more out of the Did game. Did he say that? Oh, that, my God. That he said that we we um, dominated the second half. We only dominated because the last 20 minutes because Wolves sat back. Because up until before then, I thought Wolves could have won 3-1, 4-1, 5-1. I thought they catch a, they caught us on a break every single time. You could debate that... Um, Traore could have had a penalty I don't think it was a penalty but they could have had a penalty um, and Arsenal just look trash and I, I didn't come on here because I didn't want to talk about Arsenal today because I think we've said everything we've said this is just repeating at this point yeah. we should just rec- Abdi do you know what I'm going to do next week I'm going to record <laughs> I'm going to take this snippet and I'm just going to place it in and it's going to be about the same things Shaka's going to play William's going to play uh, like a, no, 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 no. I next said week I, I, be, next year, next week we're gonna be even more depressed because it's Tottenham. I know, Tottenham. <laughs> but I said in a group here, Listen. whatever the question is, Lacazette is not the answer. Yeah, he did. Yeah. He came on and did absolutely fa. He did nothing. He did absolutely nothing. Did he touch the ball twice? I'm not sure. I'm yeah. not sure. But anyway, Mark well, has what's his. What's the answer? Oh, go on, Mark. Yeah, sorry. Go on. No, I, I just, no, I'm not laughing. I, I don't like. Yeah, 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 you are. I'm, I'm, just, oh, I'm not laughing. 
My guy's creasing <laughs> in the corner. <laughs> like. Proper is. Look at him. He's in bits. I'm glad my, my depression amuses you. <laughs> yeah. No, I've got, right, I've got a serious question. And it, it goes back to one of the first points you made, I think, about the two. You've got two teams who have just reverted back to a back four for two or three games now. Uh, and you said that Wolves looked more comfortable, which they did. So my question to you is, why is that? Because in Bellerin, Gabriel, Louise, and oh. Tierney, you've got players who played, who have played in a back four for pretty much their whole career. And you look at that back four on paper, it's not actually terrible. So wh- why is that? Well, what, yeah, essentially, why, why do you think that kind of lack of cohesion is there? Or do you think that will come? I think... You know what? Sorry, Abdi, I know I'm dominating this whole Arsenal topic. No, no, go, go. <laughs> I think um, it's a really interesting point because um, mine and Abdi's friend, uh, Dean, shout out Dean, he's probably never going to listen to this, but um, <laughs> he's, he's a Spurs fan. Yeah, he's a Spurs fan. He messaged us in a group. Uh, in a group. Hey, big up. But he didn't <laughs> message us to ridicule us. He um he actually posed a really uh, interesting point, which a lot of Spurs fans might never. Man started talking I, about Wenger like like he didn't leave a couple like three years <laughs> ago, bro. Um, but he he posed a, a a point that I think a lot of Spurs fans might never admit out loud, and a lot of fans might um agree. But like he said, um, that Arsenal have a lot of good players. Arsenal are a good team and shouldn't be going through this shouldn't be looking like this, basically. And I completely agree, because when you look at individually the players that we have, they are good players. You can't say they're not good players. But there is something, and I think it's down to Arteta, and Mm -hmm. the way he has, like, dictatorshiply... That's not a word, I'm making it up. Dictatorshiply. Oh, the way he has dictated... There you go. I don't know. Someone's pointing down. I don't know what's happening. No, I'm just pointing at Tanya. And she should oh. know what I mean. Oh. Nah, I've got <laughs> my hand up. Sorry, Tanya. I will get to oh, you. Oh, did you? The, the, okay. the, way, the way he's dictated to every single player how they should play. Um, and I think we've lost some of the freedom of playing because with Wolves, they defended in a back four. But Moutinho and uh, Dendonka, they played... Like Moutinho was incredible for a thirty-four-year-old. He dominated oh, he that midfield. So good. Um, he he dominated that midfield expertly. Then Donka was allowed to play the box-to-box role, and never once did Wolves look like they were out of shape. Like they that we were going to catch them on a break. That we could um, um, have a man over, and that led to having. Players like Neto, Pedence, um I forgot the Don who played in... Uh, Triore. Triore, yeah. Them three. Um, they were. Just to run riot. And that's not even talking mm. about... Obviously, they lost Jimenez really early. And so, Adrian Silva... Is his name Adrian Silva? I always Adrian Silva. Yeah, him. Yeah, he was um, good as well. Um, to come on and... He, what, he's an 18-year-old. He's never he's never started in a Premier mm. League, blah, blah. So, he's come on and he's, and he's doing bits, but... That's what I'm saying, like, the two in midfield, Moutinho and Dendonka, to play as they played and to never once look out of shape or look like they were going to get caught. And that that is a difference because every time we played, Wolves were at our back three 
because either Bellerin or Tierney were um, up the field. Wolves were at our back three every single time. Mm. Without fail. Well, that's the thing. That's the thing with Wolves going to a back four. It actually it, it's it scary to put one more attacking player in there, and that's probably Traore because he was the one who was on the bench recently. And you look at that uh, Traore, uh, Neto, Podence, uh, and Jimenez would be the guy there. That front four is actually dangerous, fast, creative, all of them. So it, that four at the back gives Wolves a whole new element as well. Tanya. I literally had to post in the chat. I've got my hands up. <laughs> no, do you know what? I just, I want to know what, what is the reason for Arsenal's form? Because some people will say it's the board and rightly so. The board did not back Arteta. You know, giving him Gabriel, Willian and um, Partey, Partey is not enough. Partey, whatever his bloody name is. Right? And then, you said, Junior, that you have good players. See, this is not even me being salty. I I don't think a lot of your players are good enough. Because I never said I never me, said good enough. I never said good enough. I never said good enough. No, 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 no. I know, but let, let me finish. Right, Bellerin is crap. Xhaka yeah. not good enough. Yeah. Right, Mustafi shouldn't still be at the club. Right. Uh, who else is there? Rob I think Sabios ain't it. Sorry. Rob Holding, you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of players that were under Arsenal, under Unai Emery. So you could actually say the players are the problem, but then it goes back again to Arteta because he's picking these players. So it's a combination of of so many things. But listen, for me, if I'm being honest, I think Arteta could be doing better with the players that he has. Yeah. And I, I, I think he's not helping himself. Yeah. But anyway, I'm not an Arsenal fan. I'm loving it. Sorry, I just want to respond to one thing. It's just like, <laughs> I don't think like, I never once said that these players were good enough. I just said they were good. Like, they, they can play Premier League I don't football. think they are. They, they, I think they can play Premier Bellerin. League football. I think Bellerin can play Premier League football. I think but he's been doing it. But not for Arsenal, not for yeah. Junior. Right, okay. Arsenal. He's, right. he's oh, not good can, enough. Can I finish my point? Okay. So I yes, think can, these go. players can play Premier League football. That's my point. I don't. I'm not saying they're good enough okay. for Arsenal. I'm saying they are good. So my point okay. is, if you're playing them, they should be able to create more chances than they are creating. They should be able to defend better than they are defending. Mm. That is my point. You are Premier League mm. player. You have a certain standard of. You can't tell me these players can't play Premier League football. They're there for a reason. Obviously, Mustafi is a different case, and you know, um, I don't know, nepotism. You mean, you mean, you mean he's a head case? <laughs> <laughs> I think nepotism played heavily in Mustafi's career. I don't know who he knows. I don't know who he slept with allegedly, but he's been at the top. For, I don't care. That guy is not allegedly. It. Allegedly, I said allegedly. Yeah, allegedly. 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 Yeah. All right, all right, all right. Let me Go come on. in here. Um, tag, tag. I agree with. I actually agree with. I actually, <laughs> I actually agree with what both of you said. To be honest, there's definitely points. I think solely it is has to be down to Arteta. I'm one of the biggest fans of Arteta, and I was chatting. I was actually by listening to one of the older podcasts. I listened to how much crud I was talking when it comes to Arteta, <laughs> and I actually feel kind of embarrassed because of what's happened. Here. 13 points from our opening 10 games is the worst we've ever had. We've never looked this. 10 goals 
uh, in 10 games is embarrassing. Um, mm. the, like, you just look at what he's done as well. Like, although we haven't got the best of players, and like Danny was saying, Bell- the day we're rid of Bellerin, Holden and Xhaka, then, bro, I'll, I'll be happy because both of those, all, all three of those are bums. Holden, I don't, even, I don't even understand him. I don't even get what, what he is as a footballer. He can't head it, he can't pass, he can't run, he can't tackle, he can't do anything. The guy is just useless. Bellerin, I, I lost my mind when he got to Bellerin at the weekend because every single time he got into a final third and he put in a waste of a cross. And this guy, is, what is he? Is he, is he good defensively? No, not really. He can get out-muscled, he can get out-paced. When it goes in the attacking third as well, he doesn't really do much in terms of um, providing any like proper... Um, we had... Thir- uh, uh, what was his name? Arteta said we had 32, 32 crosses at the weekend. And what? No one could put in any good... Good delivery apart from one set piece delivery that Gabriel did great to head it in but when you look at Arteta and what he's done we think about the Saliba situation that's a shambles you, um, mm. Meza mm. Ozil can't get into our, our squad because of footballing reasons and you see what Willian stinking it out every week um, uh, he had a good game at, to be fair Willian no he didn't have a good game he crossed one I ball think he that's was. it and everyone said he played well and then did you see him um, lining up for a free kick goodness me and I <laughs> If any of these Brazilians take a free kick ever again, Arsenal <laughs> such a banter club here that we let a guy who have who had brain damage take a free kick and he blasted it into the crowd and I nearly lost it and he's got blood oh, leaking out of his head and he's still playing like this team is I don't get what's going on right now Arteta he came in and we looked so good at the start in terms of we were actually attacking down the middle. All of that seems to be gone. Everything is all about the passing and movement where Arsenal are so synonymous with passing and moving is completely gone. Everyone stands still. We're just so like, it's, it's Emery, man. Emery used to do that. Every single time Emery, his tactic was it won't be play a ball in the in, uh, on the inside to Kalasnach to cross it. And then Kalasnach will hit the first, hit the first man. It's happened the same thing in Ceballos is passing the ball in the inside to Bellerin and Bellerin hits the first man consistently. Every, like I said last week, no one could take a good set piece in this team. So it has to come mm. down. Like Tanya asked, Mark, you asked, what's the issue? It has to come down to Arteta. And I, I'm not saying we need to get rid of him because obviously we've had like, if you think about the, the, mm. the hierarchy, personnel, the, the managerial, yeah, we've had a tumultuous yeah. last year as well. So we need stability. So we can't be, afford to be getting rid of someone right now. But he needs to improve things quickly. And that means with results. So like, I think we're playing Tottenham of the weekend. I think we're personally going to get pumped. But... I feel we need to... I think I can guarantee he'll probably go back to a back three because he feels like he, someone needs to mark Harry Kane. Um, but I can't see I can't see us... In, I don't really see what's in the squad right now until January, what we can do to improve things because every single option seems to be not working. Like, whether it be playing a 4-3-3 or playing a three at the back or playing a 4-2-3-1 like we did at the weekend. Every option, especially when we're playing at home, doesn't seem to be working. So I don't really know to be honest. Like it's really doom and gloom right now. We've lost our last three games in in a row. Mm-hmm. That one Man United, that one Man United result is just covered by like a sea of defeats. Like we lost to Liverpool and Man City. We lost to um, Leicester and Aston Villa, and now um, we lost to um, Wolves as well. But um, so what if we lose against Tottenham then? Uh, Which it's, look, it's it could happen, be, but it I don't happen. know. You could win. No, could, no, no we're, we're not going to win. You can't right. afford to, to lose. No, so, we are going to lose. I think, what, I think what, what I will say about that game is that I think it's probably come at a better time for Arsenal than it has Spurs. If you look at yeah. it from the perspective of... Agree. You go into that game, maybe more so when there are fans in the ground, but usually you go into that type of game and form goes out the window. Yeah. It does, so, yeah. Uh, 
No, we're gonna. Right. Um, yeah, no, we'll, we'll see what happens. We, we will see what happens. It's gonna, it's gonna derby. be silly. It's gonna. I can. I see, wouldn't I be could, surprised if Arsenal win. That is. So I can Arsenal already see Harry Kane wheeling away from a penalty, going, <laughs> doing that celebration he does. Like yes, I can already see it. I can already <laughs> yeah, man, see. Yes, it. guys, let's do it. Yes, guys, yes. Hey, none of that. None okay, of okay. That. There was a massive, massive, massive incident in the beginning of that game. Um which we wanted to talk about um but due to time we might not have the time to talk about it in, in enough depth um but f- from a wolves corner uh Jimenez went to head it and a flying David Luiz collided with him and caused oh. a really bad head injury that knocked Jimenez out and caused a massive gash in um David Luiz's head uh Prayers out to Jimenez. Um, 100%. Honestly. Did you hear the noise? It was yeah, awful. Yeah, the noise. Like, it uh, was sickening. It was like a ball hitting the crossbar, isn't it? Like that. Yeah. It was so loud. I just got I just got flashbacks from like Ryan Mason and I was just so mm. worried because I don't ever want that to happen to another footballer. So yeah, thoughts and prayers with him, man. I hope he recovers. How, like, it's crazy how like you can be on a football field and you're he's he, he's, yeah. been, he's been he's been Wolves' best player for since they came up. He's their main man, and then boom, one incident and your boom. career's on the line. Yeah. Now right, you got mm. Ryan Mason as well. Ryan Mason was a professional footballer, living his dream, yeah. playing for, in in the Premier League, and then boom, one incident. Gary Cahill accidentally accidental collision, and now Ryan Mason could never do what he loves ever again. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. And uh, just to be mm. clear, that Jimenez fractured his skull in that incident. Yeah. But he seems um, to be okay. Oh, like, he's yeah. comfortable yeah. now. He's awake. Yeah. yeah. And he and even tweeted as well. So. Yeah, I was about to say, yeah. He, he, oh, thank God. That he wants to be what do you guys think of that? back on the Sorry, pitch. No, I just said he, he tweeted that he wants to be back on the pitch as soon as possible. And hopefully he can. What's everyone's opinion on David Luiz coming back on? Because I think that's massively... I, massively I should have come off straight away. 100%. Straight away. It's a you can clearly disgrace. tell as well. You can clearly it's tell a he disgrace. was really disoriented. I'm sorry, I think... I was just going to say, even like 10 minutes after he had come back on and you see all the blood starting to seep through. Yeah. Mm. Why Why is there no one on the Arsenal bench who's taking responsibility and saying, like, you know what, we shouldn't have let him back on, but we're definitely taking him off now. So and, and, and the comment, sorry. Tom, why is Arteta, go on, sorry. Go no, on. I was just going to say, the commentator made a really, a joke and I didn't think it was very funny. He goes, oh, no. the bandage was on over his head, in it? And, he, and then he just made a like, he just... Like breathe. He looks like Leno's Leno's kit in it. No, he goes. It look. Oh, he's he's got an Arsenal's away kit on his forehead or something yeah. like that. And yeah. I just thought it was like, no way. That's yeah, so out of order. It's like blasé over something that but could can be really lot, dangerous. Can you lot? Can you lot believe? Yeah, this guy has clearly got brain damage. Yeah, and his blood <laughs> blood is leaking out of his head, and we allowed him to take a free kick. You know. <laughs> First of all, as it is, we shouldn't be allowing David Luiz to take free kicks anymore because all he does is blast it into the crowd. Um, Tanya, and Ta- not after he smashed his head in. Tanya had a point. No, I just... Surely, as a manager, though, would you not just straight away take him off? Because although David Luiz was, you know, able to play on, so the medics said, he still had a, a, a major, you know, head injury. Gosh. And yeah. that can have a massive after effect because... I mean, I'm no doctor, but I know that if you bang your head, the after effects can be very serious. You can you can end up having a, a hemorrhage afterwards. Like, yeah. I just think that was poor management from Arteta. I really do. Because let's be honest, is he going to be mentally with it, knowing that what's happened with him in it? He looked really concerned. Like, I just think 
I think that was poor from Arteta, but well, maybe yeah. he just thought some medics defense, said he was fine. So. Some defence, the medic saw him, um, yeah. David Luiz. David Luiz has to consent to go back on the pitch. The medic has to say that he's okay enough to do so. So when that gets related to Arteta, he's got all of that information. Obviously, yeah. after seeing it for 10 minutes, yeah. then you make... Yeah. I'm, I'm with Don't my... wait until the half here. Yeah. yeah. But well, I, I think it's I think it's less disappointing on Arteta and more disappointing on whoever the physio was yeah. with yeah. him at the time. Yeah, I agree. I feel like if they when he came back on, they saw him so completely disorientated. We saw that by the two goals mm. and everything as well. And also the blood was clearly leaking from his head. Arteta in his defense, he said it was more of a gash with David Luiz. He didn't have like, but you never know that kind of collision with someone else's head. You never know it might mm-hmm. have yeah. delay with that much. Or anything, anything yeah. with the head, you know, like concussion is such a like, you don't have yeah. to get like full concussion for it to be like um damaging to you. But anyway, um but just to wrap up on Wolves, shout out to Pedence and Neto who are fantastic. Pedence is a baller. Pedence is. Oh, what, that second goal was fantastic. Man did a no look finish. Did you see it? But also, no. Oh. Better than that was the skill to get it over Rob Holding. Get away from Leonard. Oh, yeah. Bruv. Anyway, um, moving on. Uh, we'll try and go over these uh, quite quickly. Um, there was a shock, another shock this weekend. Uh, Leicester were playing Fulham and Fulham won 2 0. Uh, Adamola looked 2-1 2-1 2-1 one. yeah that's what I meant I was just checking if you guys were paying attention <laughs> <laughs> that's why you guys earn the big bucks um, uh, uh, yeah they won 2-1 but we're gonna skip all of that we're not gonna talk about that Abdi tell us what your Tillemans agenda is yes tell us now. First of all, first of all, I actually have a reason unlike Tanya and her Sheffield United agenda. <laughs> um, the reason is, yeah, every time I watch him, I just get frustrated because, like, firstly, he's so overrated, yeah. People think, like, he's the, one of the best midfielders in the league. He gets Ndidi and Madison to hold his hand every week, yeah, <laughs> for the majority of last season. Look, Mark, Mark popped up just to look at this. <laughs> so, <laughs> Tillem, yeah, I, I watch him, and when I'm watching him running back, he's slow. He doesn't... Uh, he plays as part of, like, a 4-2-3-1, so he's part of the double pivot next to... Um, Next to Ndidi. Like I said, Ndidi holds his hand. Doesn't score enough goals for me. Doesn't... doesn't Wait, even though he did score a couple of goals. Is not Mendy playing now? Mendy's well, Mendy's play- well, yeah, Mendy. Okay, substitute Indeedy for Mendy. It's the same. It's the same concept. I'm just saying. But, like, I'm just I mean, saying. just generally, when when he's played well, and also let's not forget, yeah, Leicester have lost four times this season. They've won six times, but they lost four times. And and if you watch him, like like he did last night, I didn't watch it, but I assume he was terrible. <laughs> couple, of weeks, <laughs> couple of weeks ago, last week against <laughs> Liverpool, he was rubbish. A couple of weeks ago, um, when they lost to uh, West Ham, absolutely <laughs> awful. If you watch it, Declan Rice spun him around like an idiot. <laughs> I don't like this guy yet, and I watch him for Belgium as well. And now he's a bona fide starter in Belgium, bro. You're not big. You're not big man enough to be playing for Belgium, man. Even Fellaini's played better well for Belgium, man. I don't like this guy, and that's my agenda. Wow. I am definitely inserting the hot take button here. And also, when I watch him every week, yeah, from now on, you lot will be getting a message when indeed uh, whatever this Don does, um, Tielemann does. Uh, cool. And just, I've just got to say, you'll be getting a message as well when I'm seeing good performances. Mm. I'm a Tielemans fan. I can't lie. Yeah. Mm. So, cool. so we're at we're at a bit of a crossroads here. But, but you wouldn't have him for Liverpool, though, would you? <laughs> yeah. uh, what started? <laughs> yeah. Say no, it with wait. your chest in it. Yeah. Exactly. No, but we, but, no but this we season he would. In Man United. Yeah, <laughs> Curtis Jones is a big man for him. 
I'm dead. I'm yeah, but, so but Curtis Jones is looking to start at right back lately, so uh, we don't know. <laughs> no, but no, as a right back. You see what you get. After you would you would take Telemans at Arsenal, and and you are lying. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. My team has Granite Xhaka in them. I'll take you. <laughs> <laughs> Say nothing. When am I training? When am I fighting? I'll take you. You're in, bro. You're in. Tanya, oh. you're right back. <laughs> Can I play? Right back, yeah. Like, if, you're, if you're giving out contracts, I'm going to play. Uh, no, um, no. You've signed yeah. a United man. Oh, all right. Okay. Um, all right. Let's move on. Um, so Villa played West Ham at um, the London Stadium. They lost 2 1. Jack Grealish scored. Uh, ben Rama got uh, a nice assist. But there was a big incident in the second half. VAR strikes again. Um, again. Um, I can't lie, I saw nothing of this. So you guys are going to talk me So it. So basically, Watkins, um, he, he managed to get on kind of like goal side of Ogbonna. And his arm, his left arm, was extended. Watkins goes on to score from a target uh, cross. Uh, to make it 2-2 in the 90th minute or whatever. Obviously, VAR have to spend 17 hours looking at the footage to see the Lions have to line up. They're still looking at it now. <laughs> and literally, man's armpit hair is offside. Yeah, it's... Nah. Um, I, I just think, think it's it, a joke. About yeah. Anyway, yeah. We've had this conversation and um, yeah. it just it just sucks out that that unpredictability about football in that we love last last minute equalizers, yeah. goals, winners, and like I said before, when you have fans back in the ground, I, I really feel like we're going to see uh, less of the immediate celebrations, and that takes out for me a lot yeah. of the passion because yeah, we were just going to be. Did kind you of... see? Did you see after the game? Jack Grealish tweeted and he put it on his mm-hmm. Instagram story, like just. He basically said, like, bum VAR. Yeah. Like, it's ruining the game. And I respect him massively for that. I yeah, think all the footballers should do it. He didn't yeah, say, bu- well, he didn't no, say no, bum VAR. Bum <laughs> VAR, blood. <laughs> he did something like that. No, like Addy, where's your brummy accent, man? Come on. Bum VAR, blood. Yeah, there you go. Ooh, <laughs> Listen, Jack Greenish can whisper wow. that in my ear. I was going to say Addy's on the band, but you're, you're yeah. on one now. She was, gonna, she was going to DM me there. She got excited. <laughs> <laughs> she up. said no nah, I don't think guys we can't gloss over this she said yeah, Jack Grealish <laughs> no she said Jack Grealish can whisper that in my ear oh my god we oh, are moving on <laughs> we, are, we are we are oh, say uh, it again Jack <laughs> <laughs> oh I tell <laughs> ya Jack, Jackie Jackie Grealish oh my days oh, what is this podcast let's let's bring uh, Let's bring it back. Um, Jackie. <laughs> all right. Uh, let's, focus, guys. Focus. Um, just to bring it back, man of the week. Um, I'm going to start this week with Abdi. Who is your man of the week? Uh, I'm actually going to go for um, you, Edinson Cavani. <laughs> Two goals and assists. Yeah, shout. that's my vote. I'm going to put a picture of myself instead of Edinson Cavani and see anyone notices the difference. <laughs> Um, Tanya, who is your man of the week? Uh, let's go. Hmm. I want to pick one of the Wolves players, you know. Pedence or, or Neto, I can't pick. 
one of those two i was gonna go with pedence so you can you yeah can... okay go with pedence yeah we'll go with that one mm. okay marcus do you want to know what that's annoying what you're gonna go with yeah, pedence as well i was gonna go with pedence as well so what i'll do <laughs> oh. is um, I, I think i think this well he's getting a lot of love but i think despite the loss then i'll, I'll give mine to ward Prowse. Okay. impressive nonetheless like regardless so, of the loss and then um because we need one more I would say Mara's because he bagged a hat trick. Oh yeah, yeah, Mara's, yeah, makes sense. Yeah, yeah. So okay, cool. So we have those four players. Um, the winner of last week's man of the week. Does anybody know? Was it Ibra? You put in Amanda huh? on the spot. No, uh, was it Ibra or Gerald or something? I can't remember, man. Yeah, <laughs> I got. I, I got to be honest. There, you set me up, Junior. I didn't actually put it out. That's my bad. It's a lie. No, Gerard won. Come on, everyone voted. Well done, Gerard. Yeah. <laughs> well done, Gerard. <laughs> oh, man. Cool. Uh, does anyone have anything else they want to desperately say? <laughs> desperately, no. <laughs> no? Just get, get yourself prepared for a Kelleher masterclass kickoff in an hour. I can't wait. Um, so... Yuri, I'm watching you, bro. um just quickly uh aston villa versus newcastle has been postponed uh because newcastle players this morning were banned from going to their training ground due to a a five positive uh coronavirus results at their training ground so um newcastle oh that's such a shame i was so (laughs) looking forward to that game and that is that there is sarcasm at its finest um oh yeah you're (laughs) rude i just let's end it like this i just want to uh say uh rest in peace to diego maradona who passed away but also uh yeah who who passed away last week as well um so rest in peace to those uh two players and um prayers are with their families and and all that kind of stuff and get well soon jimenez Yes. Again. Yeah. Yeah, ma'am. One hundred percent. Cool. So we'll see you next week on episode sixty-four, sixty-five. Who knows? Um, follow us on social media at WTATL official, um, and and actually just follow us on Spotify or Apple Music. Um, Apple Music, Apple Podcasts. Podcast. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm I'm lost. SoundCloud, whatever, whatever, whatever app you listen to us on, follow us there. Um, and tell and your as friends. always, let's end it like this from now on. And as always, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> <laughs> that was a solid end, isn't it? Oh, uh, yeah, no, it was. Uh, Ed. Yeah, all right, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> See you later, guys. Lovely. Peace See out. you later, boys. Sports Social Podcast Network.